blood versus blood, father versus son, and not just someone who's scripted to be your dad, but what if you and your actual father had a wrestling match? That is something that WWE is going to do, reportedly. Plus, we have news about uh, someone you used to know as Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. The terms of his current All Elite Wrestling contract have been revealed by him. Plus, he sounds off on the recent wave of WWE releases and so much more just a few days away from the big All Elite Wrestling full gear pay-per-view. Plus, we have a lot more news to jump into. Get into it. Share the link so you don't stink and get on screen. It's Sports Keto Wrestling. Top story of the day. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Do we need a watch out, watch out t-shirt? If we need a watch out, watch do out Do we need to make watch out, watch out shirts? I'm all about it. If we need do we to get do that, let us know. If do you're it. watching our show, if you're with do us, this is, this is do Top it. Story do of the Day. It. Do, do it. it. Do it. Just this is do top it. St- this is Top Story of the Day. I'm Kev Kelm, Jose G, Jeremy Bennett with me. Uh, three different corners of America covering everything going on here in the world of wrestling. We do it five days a week, late afternoon time in the 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern hour. If you haven't done already, do go ahead and subscribe to the Sports Keto <laughs> Wrestling YouTube channel. Uh, we will be dropping an interview this week with a big name that just got drafted over to Monday at Raw. Uh, and it's going to be featured in some big matches here coming up with Survivor Series. So we're going to be talking to her. Keep an eye out for that is a huge name. Somebody who had a massive match at WrestleMania this year. So when that interview drops, you'll be able to see it first. We also have an interview up right now with All Elite Wrestling's Billy Gunn. Uh, So that's really cool. We get some insight from him backstage. Uh, So let's get right into our lead story here. It was reported by Andrew Zarian of Wrestling Observer, Matt Men Podcast. Great guy. Best eyebrows in the business, I'll tell you. All right. Um, Andrew has confirmed through a source and in reporting this, that Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio is going to happen. They are going to have a match, and this break up between the two will occur soon. Um, This has been simmering for some time. Dominic Mysterio has been in the WWE system for some time. He is uh, in his early 20s. I've been able to interview him in the past few months and lead up to a big WWE uh, touring loop in December, uh, and that'll be uh, December 18th. Uh, in Rockford, Illinois, at the BMO Harris Bank Center. If you guys want to win tickets, go to thexrockford.com. So I'm interviewing him on that media tour, and that I brought the topic up. You know, everyone's asking me to ask him about it. Is he going to wrestle his dad? And he said, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, they got to have this special, special thing and win the tag team titles together, something I wish they got to do in front of fans, but, you know, Thunderdome, pandemic, all that stuff. And he had one of the biggest moments in the Thunderdome with no fans when he debuted at SummerSlam 2020 and debuted... In the Thunderdome, no fans on SummerSlam against Seth Rollins with his family at ringside. It's literally, I think, the best debut that WWE's ever had in terms of giving some some guy everything they could possibly give in his first match. And he ran with the ball and did really well with it. Somebody would say that maybe he's cooled off since then, but that's fine. You know, that happens. Uh, what do you guys think of this? Jeremy, father versus son. Is this controversial? Because some people say, oh, this is cheap. This is just cheap heat. Me, I was like, you can't write a better story father versus son you please don't mess this up because to me i think this has wrestlemania written all over it yeah i don't know how it could be cheap or anything like that and they've been they've been planting the seeds for this for a long time now we've all been expecting it uh what we didn't expect is they're going to repackage dominic possibly and have him as a masked heel so uh it's going to be interesting to see how he changes 
uh, as uh, uh, I, I think I remember him saying in an interview, it might have been with you, Kev. Yes. Denise Day wanted to wear a mask. He, so. wa- he wanted to wear a mask. He said that was something he wanted before his debut in WWE. He, he technically that, didn't have, he did get physical Survivor Series in 2019. And there was uh, some talk of him debuting before that. We didn't get into that, but it's, it was well reported. He was, they wanted to debut him long before SummerSlam, but they just mm-hmm. did. They waited for SummerSlam. All right, this is as long as we can do it. We're going to do it now. And he had a long storyline with his dad. So they did all these different things. And now the story has evolved into him and his father kind of butting heads. And they're on a Survivor Series team together. Uh, they were up until Monday, and he got eliminated from that team. Bobby Lashley takes his spot. Um, I think he'll still be involved in Survivor Series. And they've yeah. done some. They've done some of those emotional splits. If Survivor Series is used to launch this storyline into the stratosphere, I'm on board, and I think you can ride this from November mm-hmm. into WrestleMania. I don't mm-hmm. think this is a Royal Rumble match. I think this is Ray doesn't want to fight his son. And his father yeah. wants to destroy his, his. The son wants to destroy the father. Yeah, uh, like this is reverse <clears throat> Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker type stuff. Man. <laughs> There's just so much you can do with this. There's so much real organic history. It leaps off the page is something that long, long hardcore fans want to see, and a casual fan will be like, "Wait, that's that's really your kid, and you're gonna fight him?" Like that's there. You can't recreate things like that. Jose, your take. I think this is going to end up being a really great story on camera. You know, I think between November all the way to WrestleMania makes sense. Um, And let's not forget, even though Ray can still go in the ring, he's getting up there in age, man. So someone's got to, you got to ask yourself, is this the time for Mysterio to ride off into the sunset, pass the torch or the mask over to Dom and Dom becomes the new Ray. Um, that's something that could possibly happen down the line. We have seen Rey Mysterio in the past being unmasked in WCW. That was over 20 years ago. Uh, I think if we do another type of unmasking situation, but this time just kind of passing the torch, I think that could be a cool story to tell too, um, even though it's going to be father versus son. But if the son gets the win, you know, Ray can ride off into the sunset while getting the mask from Ray. Um, I don't know. I think this is going to be interesting in the long run. And the uh, we're already seeing the seeds for it, just like Jeremy said a little bit earlier. Uh, I, I'm just really interested to see how this is all going to work out in the end. Yeah, I think they could really start putting it into motion at Survivor Series, but then really ramp it into gear by having Dominic eliminate Ray from the Royal Rumble in January. I mean, you can fantasy book this a lot of different ways, and there's a lot of time to tell the story. You can cool it off. You can heat it back up. You know, and the thing that's the thing about this is they could leave it alone, not touch it for a while, and pick it back up, which for WWE mm-hmm. is really hard to do when you have so <laughs> much content. They have so much weekly content. Yeah. This is something because they're father and son, you would immediately be right back into it. Uh, and mm-hmm. you could maybe put Dom on a different show and let him do his own thing. Maybe he goes to NXT and he's there for a couple months and does some crazy stuff. Um, I think Dom has a really great future. He's been raised in this business. This kid was cutting angles when he was a boy on television mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and didn't even know how to like so i mean good old ready uncle eddie uh, well, like 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 ricky said in the chat dominic's eddie's kid anyway so yeah so a couple years ago when i was at a previous site uh i got to st- talk to ray and and it was right around the time he was getting back into WWE. he had an injury he was doing a charity event for autism and it was this wonderful campaign but he didn't mind talking well about in depth about his wrestling career and what he was trying to do and he understood this is this is likely my last wrestling deal here that I'm signing. And the whole purpose of this is to set my son up. And 
ideally I want to have a, a WrestleMania moment with my son. And that's the way I want, I want to end my career and have my son intrinsically involved in it and pass the mask on to him. Dominic, that makes sense. Dominic alluded to something just like that as well, though he didn't clearly say it. Uh, and then they're not, I mean, they're not going to say, I, I understand Dominic on the record saying, I don't think this is going to happen. I understand it. I want to protect the business. Right. Yeah. Um, but this is a kid who was doing <clears throat> that when he was a little kid. Right. Plus so, was like, you know, so uh, I'm all, I'm on board for this. I actually think the storyline wise, this is one of the more exciting things that WWE's kind of like held as an ACE for a while and they haven't played it. I do think this is something you can play. I do think you do it in Texas where there's a lot of Latin American fans that would turn out for this at WrestleMania and be really, really on board. Uh, the Mysterios are that multi-generational act in WWE, just like the Guerreros were in wrestling, where they there are fans that are Latin American bilingual fans of multiple generations who mm -hmm. I know they mm -hmm. hold Ray in very high regard. He is very, very special um, to Jose. Oh, yeah. uh, Jose, you can speak on this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Ray Mysterio in the in the world of Lucha Libre is definitely a huge figure, not only just from Mexico, but for all Latin America. You know, when he won the world title years and years ago that was a huge moment for all latin americans um you know when we when we see guys like pedro morales who held that title the wwf title back in the 70s the first puerto rican to help to hold a major title in professional wrestling and having someone like Rey Mysterio to represent all latin people all over it's a huge deal and i think this is going to bring a lot of eyes to the product just like when, when Bad Bunny teamed up with Damien, that brought a lot of Latin eyes to the WWE product. I think this feud, potentially, if this is going to be like Ray's kind of final hurrah, this can potentially bring a lot of eyes to WrestleMania next year if this match goes down. And you have two nights of WrestleMania. So, I mean, you Absolutely. can spread the attractions out and do some special things. I mean, after last week's negative news with, with WWE, like, laying some people off, this, to me, is exciting. Like, mm -hmm. I... I Everyone I'm seeing about this, like, oh, this is kind of cheap, but I'm still on board. Like, I've seen a lot of people say that, like, oh, it feels cheap, but I'm still intrigued by it. That's wrestling. You what know do what they mean like, by cheap, though? Oh, like, look, they're exploiting a family, and, like, look how, mm. like, weird this is. It makes me <laughs> Look at the McMahons. Yeah, exactly. The McMahons <laughs> fought each other. You had Vince. Vince exactly. Shane versus Shane all the time. We've had that, what, three times? We've yeah. Seen that was huge. When they did Vince but versus Shane, that was massive. It brings eyes. It brings eyes to the product because you know what? A father's, there's a lot of families out there that are dysfunctional and fathers mm. hate their sons or sons hate their fathers or vice versa. It's, it's such a relatable it, point. It's we a relatable point. Exactly. We haven't really seen outside. I mean, we haven't really seen a father son feud with wrestlers in the wwe at no, least only, only in a long hands only the, yeah. only, the, only the mcmahons yep yeah so uh, obviously we you know it was the first time as a tag team of course too and they did that so now they're gonna have and this has to be wrestlemania i i would say i would say this is like uh you, you could have this you could have this main event night one can we pull yeah. up this question here from jay feliciano this is a great comment i want to kind of add this to, to this the situation. last comment this last comment right here from from jay uh jay a man who knows a thing or two about the wwe uh, Jay goes outside of a uh, father versus son gimmick because it is a gimmick, you know, uh, will fans have a hard time booing Dom in the years to come if he's pushed as a heel hashtag white meat baby face. Not if it's uh, booked, right? Not if it's booked, right? Not. If, I mean, even if it, there's some problems with the booking and mind you, it's a long time to drag this story out. This a lot of people say, oh, why don't they do long term storytelling? Because there's so much television. Because there's just mm -hmm. so much television. He might not be believable as a heel right now, but that's maybe where you try to bring. Maybe you bring in a manager, 
uh, to bring to in some, yeah, bring in some. Like they alluded, Sami Zayn was getting in his ear, saying like, mm-hmm. are, "Do you, are you sure you want to listen to your father like that?" Yeah, and like have a bad negative influence and all those different things. Were raised like that enthusiastically positive guy. Like you need to have spirituality and faith and protect your family and be good to your friends. And he Ray is the ultimate white baby face. Yeah. And somebody in the chat never swayed from that. He's never swayed from that. Letting Dom go heal and, and then come back to the family and the father and the son fight. And I'm so sorry. And here's the end of my career. And even in you going this way, you coming back and fighting me, you've proved yourself. Now the mantle is passed, you know? And, And like, that it's just you can't like it writes itself to some degree you some know people, somebody in the chat mentioned to uh, bring chavo in of course chavo's probably done with aew now so he probably is free to come to work that like that could be a possibility I'm, I'm you know family right there yep that's family, if, I, if so. I was chavo and i could be a part of this angle even for a short term come yeah. on <laughs> like, absolutely absolutely that'll, again uh, that'll bring a lot of eyes to the product it would come come wrestlemania season if you're uh, if you're li- if you're listening on demand on the podcast, thank you so much. People putting us on the charts in the United States, Australia, Canada, Great Britain. Thank you so much. If you haven't done already, maybe you want you're watching the stream. You can't watch the whole we're show. Kill- maybe we're listening. killing it in the Philippines, Kevin. Philippines, dude. We're in the sports chart. <laughs> like we're, we're like three. We're, 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 yeah, three. we we we, uh, we cracked the top five of all sports, <laughs> not just wrestling, which is crazy to me. Uh, thank you to all of our Filipino fans. Thank thank you guys so much. Uh, if 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 you do support me, I will try and run for public office in Manila. All right? I will. I will. <laughs> I don't know. You're gonna have to go up against Manny Pacquiao, and that guy has a mean punch. Bro. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose Speaking- controller. I'll, I'll be. I'll lose the local dog catcher role to like Manny Pacquiao's cousin or something like that. You know. Before we move on to our second story, I gotta give a huge shout out to the new super middleweight undisputed champion of the world, Canelo Alvarez. Who beat? Who had a, an incredible fight this weekend, getting the uh, the technical knockout in the eleventh. Man, that was just a fantastic fight. TKO now, knockouts. That is the sweet science to a degree, right? The technical not, knockout, right? Not only that, dude. The guy has seven different championships in different <sighs> divisions. Undisputed. The guy is the real deal. Congratulations to Canelo. Viva Mexico. All right, let's jump into our next story, guys. Let's get right into it. Da- uh, Daniel Bryan, now once again, Bryan Danielson in All Elite Wrestling. He went on the record this week with Ariel Horani on the MMA Hour, uh, and this is in the lead-up to All Elite Wrestling's big pay-per-view this weekend, Full Gear. Danielson will be in the World Title Eliminator Final against Miro. Uh, that was originally scheduled to be Moxley, but more importantly, in this interview, you got a lot, of, uh, a lot of insight from Danielson now, a few months into his All Elite run here. He clarified that his contract that he's currently on is for three years and could keep him in the company into 2024 when he would be at the age of 43. Uh, He did note, uh, talking to his wife when he signed this deal, that they believe this would be his final wrestling contract. Uh, Notice the words wrestling contract. There was no preface to anything else that could happen there. Uh, He did uh, also address the WWE releases that happened this last week. And he kind of said he has a different perspective on it. While he was in WWE and he was released by the company twice himself, very early in his career, he got a deal with WWE, like fresh out of training, learned a lot from it, and then went and became an even better wrestler, Ring of Honor, New Japan, all these different things, right? Uh, Found his way into WWE again, got released under controversial circumstances when he thought he was doing something he was supposed to do and, you know, all that different stuff. Comes back and becomes a huge superstar. Could have stayed with WWE. Uh, Notes. The New Japan rumors 
that someone on this channel told me wasn't true from the man himself were confirmed to be true that at yes indeed wwe and new japan were talking to each other because he was asked what does your deal entail you're with them for three years what does this entail does it allow you to go to japan he says yes it does allow me to go to Japan. If the company approves it, I can go and have a match in Japan. And that was also on the table with WWE. That was also something WWE was going to let mm. me do, which mm -hmm. would have been wildly exceptional. That would have been they, great. That, and the WWE doesn't let anyone do that in like over 25 years, let alone you imagine universe. You imagine Daniel Bryan headlining a Wrestle Kingdom in early oh, January huge. and then headlining a Royal Rumble later that month in WWE. Be massive. That would have been incredible. Would have been massive. And mind you, he's, he's probably could still be there. Could still be there too, right? So, uh, so that's that's confirmed there, and that was on the table. Uh, getting back into the releases, though, they're asking about all these different things in his deal. Uh, he says he was disappointed. He was released twice by the company himself. I got a point there, right? Uh, but he says he understood at the time that it's a company, there's good people there, but they're a corporation and corporations do things that people don't do. Like they don't consider, they don't have empathy. Corporations put profits mm -hmm. first. That's a part of America. Mm -hmm. He's talking about culture and money and all these different things. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he notes he's learned a lot from Vince McMahon. He deeply respects him and all that different stuff. Uh, but now uh, he looks at all the wrestling. He's like, they've only released people because of disciplinary problems or because of just other situations. Not just like, hey, we're letting people go. They kept everyone on the contract that they have. But it's worth noting, I, I got to tell people this. Everyone thinks, like, you know, all the wrestling is really sweet to people. They have a lot of people under contract for sure. But a lot of those mm -hmm. contracts are dates. Like, so that you can't wrestle elsewhere. Here's where you can't go. But we're only paying you per date. That's what I've been told by some people, right? Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people that are like that. And there's plenty of people that have guaranteed salary deals, too. So it's a tiered system. So if you're at a certain tier, you're, you're making better money and you're getting mm -hmm. guaranteed money. Those other people are not. <laughs> so uh, and they're, they're still making good money. They're on television mm -hmm. and they can work certain indies. Obviously, AEW have a lot more freedom to do a bunch of different things than you would in WWE in terms of where you can work and do other stuff, right? I, I worked a show with, with Eddie Kingston on it like a few months ago. So um, it's worth noting that. Uh, so a lot to talk about here. What do you think of Brian Danielson now in All Elite Wrestling, Jeremy? Well, and one thing he brought up in that interview that was pretty key was like, he says that if you can't go work for 90 days when you get fired by them, you should be able to give them a 90 day notice if you're not happy with your job. And I thought that was kind of a, a key thing that he said in that interview that that wrestlers that are unhappy with the company should be allowed to walk after uh, within 90 days of their contract expiring. And I thought that was kind of a, an interesting take that nobody's really ever brought up in these type of situations. I've never heard anyone bring that up, right? Have you no, ever heard that? And I, no, and I think that's an excellent take on where this uh, generation of professional wrestlers are, not only from a, on a career standpoint, right? But they're also thinking about their future. Mm -hmm. So now that we have, you know, this two big companies now, AEW, WWE, the WWE right now um, is pretty much praising profits over morale because that's what Daniel Bryan is perceiving as, right? And Let's get real. That's what you know. The culture is in the United States. Capital. It's also the know, market. Profits, it's, it's also the market. market for televised wrestlers. You know, but, before the pandemic, exactly. He's, he's saying WWE was shoring up people in contracts because they didn't want them to go to all elite wrestling, right? And exactly. now they realize we have too many people under contract. We're not on the road the same way we were. We're not doing house shows where we could use these people if they weren't on TV, right? But then so, they, they, had, they report 200 and what, 15 million, 55 million dollar 
worth of revenue in the last quarter, you know, which is on the surface, big conflict there. What's going on? You know, for, even exactly. from us looking at on the outside looking in. Yeah. So that raises a lot of eyebrows. And, you know, when Daniel Bryan says something like that, like I mentioned, it really says something about where the culture is in the wrestling business. Cause even like Xavier Woods himself, like he's planning for retirement and things like that, like what he's going to do after WWE. And it's just a mindset. So I think when you ask, well, if I'm not happy with my job, I'm going to give you a 90 day notice kind of being courteous as, a, as opposed to, I'm just going to stand up and walk out. You know, I think that that actually works a lot. That, that's really good from Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. It would be exceptional. It would be exceptional. And uh, there's a lot of things he was very revealing in this. You know, he's just one of those guys that you're not going to, he's, I don't want to call him a company guy. I don't even think he's a company guy for all the wrestling. I think he's comfortable. I got paid a lot. I want, I get to wrestle people a different way. I get to have different matches with different people. I wouldn't be able to have these in WWE. Um, also, I think he made the, the exit right. Uh, what do you think, Jeremy? He says, I'm under contract with him for the, another three years. Do we ever see him in WWE again? Mm, I don't know. <clears throat> I, it's, I say it's the, up in the air. Yeah, I say the door's open for that. And you know, I don't know. I I don't I don't necessarily think this could be his final contract either. You yep. know, he says that, but um, you know, I, he's been reinvigorated with with uh, the matches that he's had in AEW, and he's yet even to go to Japan yet. And that's probably going to be coming up here in the next couple of months. Um, so I, you know, I, this may not be it for him even after that three years is up. But I could uh, I could very well, you know. The door is open, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not going to say it's a complete no. Uh, no, like CM Punk is never going to go back there. Uh, Daniel Bryan may go back there, but I don't think this is his final wrestling contract, to be honest. No, I, agree I, I, I don't think so either. I, I think I could see him signing up for a handful of different things and having like a gallop off into the sun in WWE, you know? And I don't even think if you're a if you're an AEW loyalist, you'd be upset about that, you know? Yeah, like, he, he could do an edge deal, probably. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, and he if, do he stays, a Brock deal. if he stays healthy, you know, if he stays healthy, and and uh, he had all those different injuries, he's been through a lot in his <clears> career, you know, before yeah. he even got to WWE. Uh, so it's worth noting there. Let's get into this story: WWE NXT, uh, the 2.0 makeover is moving on, and it's kind of confusing uh, what's going on here. They announced a. a, a an annual show they do around Survivor Series every year. This one will have a couple of weeks uh, separation from Survivor Series going down the first week of December. It is NXT War Games. That is what has been marketed as. This is the War Games. War Games. War, War Games. Games. Uh, so War Games has been a fun, fun show for the NXT brand for a couple of years. I've seen one live. It was really, really cool. It was one of the best WWE shows I've ever seen is, is War Games. And I'm looking forward to this. It's not clear if this is going to be outside of the performance center. You know, uh, that's a small space to get a war games inside of, by the way. They've done I mean, it before. They did it, they they did did it before. The old, they did it the black and gold version. I'm sure they can pull it off here. I sure they can pull it off here, but it would be cramped. <laughs> you know, like that would be a cramped, cramped space to work in, you know. Uh, but it was also one of the better shows <laughs> during that time, too. Uh, I, I'm of the thought, I, I know people are freaking out, how can you take the takeover thing off of it? I just don't think it's that big of a deal. It, I know you guys, we were talking before we went live here. It uh, There's a possibility this could still be called a takeover, but just War Games is what they want to focus on. But it looks like it's just called War Games. Yeah, it looks like, well, <clears throat> social media had put takeover on it and then the updated graph uh, another post had taken it off of it and of course the graphic doesn't have it so it doesn't really surprise me if takeover is removed from it just because it, with nxt 2.0 going in a different direction it doesn't surprise me that they take the takeover name off of it uh the interesting thing is 
they really don't have anything hot on the male side to make a war games out of. Now, I, you easily can do it on the women's side with Toxic Attraction and maybe throw Dakota Kai in there, and they take on, you know, they take on Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez, and, and probably maybe Cantanzaro and, and Caden Carter. But the men, there really hasn't been the, a hot, like, you know, big feud like there had always been when you had the Undisputed Era there. So you undis- when you had Undisputed Era versus McAfee squad, like, <clears throat> that made sense. You know, yeah. like that. Yeah. When you did Undisputed yeah. Era versus like all of the top guys in NXT, that made sense. The first one they did when it was three different teams, there were three different factions. You know, you can say this about NXT. They have pairings. You know, Toxic Attraction is a big faction, but it's all the women, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would, clearly you can do the women versus, uh, you know, you can do Toxic Attraction versus Hampton. So people. I don't know if they do it as a team a team led by Ciampa against a team led by Braun Breaker. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, at least say, I think I'm they more have. more inclined to think they go with Canelo. Uh, Carmelo, excuse me, Carmelo Hayes versus John, uh, versus Johnny Gargano or something yeah, like that. Possibly, yeah. Um, you know, and that's going to look well. I mean, actually, uh, that at War Games, that's probably going to be a triple threat for the North American. So I don't think they're going to be involved in the War Games match at all. I think we're going to get Dunn, Gargano, and uh, and Hayes at War Games to triple threat for that title. So that that takes them out of that match. So they they got to they really got to start setting those seeds starting next mm-hmm. week. With week, uh, right? trying to get some sort of teams, my gut is it's going to be a Braun Breaker team against the Champa team because they they made it clear that 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 feud ain't over yet. Uh, so I'm thinking that's going to be the direction, and then we start filling out the teams probably as early as next Tuesday once we start seeing that stuff play out. Or so they, they do something got- crazy. They do something crazy, and you have a singles match in there. You know, you don't you don't have like a straight up you know like. Yeah. Barn burner match with 10 million people in it, you know. Yeah, but it's a war game, so you gotta it's a war, have games. war games, war games, bro. You gotta have 10, yeah. you gotta have at least eight. People. You gotta have it's the four be... on four or five Absol- on five, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, of course, we have other people, Stephen Chambers saying, add Kaylee Ray, Cora Jade to the mix for war games. Yeah, they are some of those yeah. new names that have been introduced. Kaylee Ray's been in the mix for NXT, she was the champion of the NXT <clears> champion for a long time. Cora Jade, I think, is a real upside. She's very young, mm-hmm. has a different look. There's a lot of people I've seen that love AJ Lee. They love the 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 rough, tough rock and roll chick vibe. They're gonna get that with her. That scratches an itch for some people that are diva fans. She'll be a part of it there. Uh, one, uh, J, another one here from Jay saying NXT talent wrestling tonight at AT and T Stadium for the Mania promo event. Yes, there is a yep. WrestleMania marketing event that many many big names are at, including the Undertaker and Big E, Stephanie McMahon. Hitting that up on social media, they do have NXT talent for that. Yeah, uh, they got a pre-sale locally in in uh, in Texas. Got a down. ring set up at the fifty yard line, which is pretty cool. Like, yeah. like, you, like even if it's like a, it's a free event, you buy if you buy tickets to WrestleMania, you get to see this like free little show and you can get pictures and stuff like that. Yep. You know, a couple months, it's it's fun. You know, that's fun marketing stuff. You know, yeah. it makes it fun to go to the stadium to buy something. You know, so you're gonna see that gigantic center. championship belt on the field. It looks cool. I saw. Man. Oh, I, I haven't that. seen that. Uh, it's step. massive. It's like <clears throat> yeah. It's like like easily like 40 40 by 15 feet like it's a really really huge thing and like yeah just stephanie, looks fun. stephanie mcmahon posted on on facebook on stephanie's page on facebook so um wrestlemania once again two nights that is a, a part of the official media blast this week across the board in mainstream media uh and this will go down in early april to be running at&t stadium so this could be one of the biggest wwe attended <clears> events <throat> if you consider two nights in a row uh, so they would have over a hundred thousand people 
two nights was, in a row. I was That's there for the I was there for the last one. What was the experience like there at AT&T? There's so many people. It's pretty cool. I mean, we were in the the, the 200. Crap. We were in the 200 level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that goes up to 400. And so we were in the 200 level. So we were pretty low down, uh, still far away because it's a huge place. But uh, uh, it was uh, it was really cool. I mean, just walking into that stadium for the very first time is just was just mesmerizing. And, um, you know, the, the, the you'd think the prices of things at, at AT&T would be jacked up. Well, it was pretty reasonable. Beer, pizza stuff was pretty reasonable. And uh, stadium prices. It was know. just. Yeah, there you go right there. Yeah, a look at that. Huh? That is something else that. This massive for the people in the podcast said it. This massive belt they made. This is just something you want to have your picture taken in front. Of. Like yeah. crazy. You want to have your picture taken. You want Kevin Owens to jump off of that. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy because in Orlando when they were here in 2017, they had a huge belt down in Lake Eola in downtown Orlando. It was ginormous, and it was kind of looked just like that, but it was it was specifically for Orlando. It was kind of a great prop. I tried to I tried to find one in Tampa, but I didn't think they had one like that for Tampa. Mm-hmm. True. It doesn't look cheap to make that at all. No. Uh, and of course, you know, you, you think of it after the holidays, WrestleMania season will be right here. So, you know, get ready, get ready for it. Tickets go on sale on Friday, by the way, to the public. Uh, so you, you I, I'll, I always tell people about this, like, oh, should I go to WrestleMania? I, I don't know. I'm not too into WWE. I think any lifelong wrestling fan should try to go to one WrestleMania, even if you mm-hmm. don't love the WWE. It's WrestleMania. It's so it's a spectacle. It's, it's a, a spectacle. spectacle. It's you're always going to see WWE try and put their. Sometimes they try and maybe it's not the best WrestleMania they've ever done. Uh, but we're wrapping up here. Go get your tickets for WrestleMania. Uh, it'll be worth it. Spend a lot of money. Uh, you can follow him on the Twitter machine at Jose G Official. You can follow Jeremy Bennett at JB Huskers. Of course, uh, get the podcast. Where can they get it? Tell them about it, guys. You can get the podcast, the Sports Kid Podcast. You can get it on any major podcast. Uh, you can do it on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Are we on Spreaker too? We're on. We're on all of them, right? We're on everywhere. So we're on all of them. We're gonna be on Stitcher. We're gonna so, be on Stitcher soon. Yeah. So go ahead and subscribe to the channel. You can subscribe to my podcast, my show, Recons of Wrestling, on YouTube and on Facebook every Thursday night, 8 p.m. We are live uh, this week. We're gonna be recapping the entire week of wrestling. And everything that went happened uh, over the weekend. What about you, Jeremy? Uh, we are going to get in that studio and record Lost in the Midcard tonight after Dynamite. And uh, that'll be out for your listening or viewing pleasure uh, early evening on Thursday. Uh, Matt and I are going to predict the uh, the card. Uh, we were off last week since I was six. So we'll probably talk about uh, the WWE releases real quick as well. So just search for Lost in the Midcard uh, for the podcast. Make sure you hit the new feed. Also, we're on the YouTube for the video version as well. Search for lost in the mid card there as well and a quick reminder guys tonight we got the debrief we're going to be covering aew dynamite that's tonight at 10:05 p.m with myself <laughs> and rico el glorioso so that's going to be going down tonight we're going to be recapping what happened last night on nxt 2.0 and everything that went down tonight on dynamite also a lot of content dropping this week uh sid sp3 is going to be dropping the predictions for all out later this week we're also going to have the all out post show that's going to be saturday night kevin's going to be on it rick's going to be on it jeremy's going to be on it you guys are going to be killing it um so i'm excited for this pay-per-view unfortunately i won't be able to catch it on time so i gotta watch it sunday morning that was me with uh with uh, the last one uh, all out i was gone for labor day fun and yep so i had to catch it on the flip side <laughs> Don't worry. We'll ride out the party. Thank you yeah. guys so much for supporting the channel. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Heat Wrestling on YouTube. And remember, when watching wrestling, 
do the most important thing, whether it's called a takeover or a war games. War games. War games. War games. War games. Jeremy, tell them what they got to do. Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Cool. Quick tense. Cool. 